I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today, with part two of our conversation with Anupam Gupta, we're going to be talking about investing. Now, in part one, we talked about budgeting and how do you budget your money and save it. Now, we're going to talk about investing it. So, when we finish budgeting, the next part is now that like I've got this money that I have saved. Mm. Now, what do I do with this money that I've saved? Two things. A good place to start would be basic financial products. Okay. okay. Which if you've not heard of, then the two things, like I said, I had Melvin on my show, Melvin Joseph. He's a financial advisor. And I asked him the same thing. Where do I start? What do I do? It's a question that I get so often. And uh, he said, listen, the first thing without compromise is your emergency corpus. Okay. The second thing is insurance. So these are the two things that you just have to, have to, have to do. Okay, a lot of people come to me asking me, which SIP? Hmm. I'm like, have you, you know, done insurance? No, what's insurance? Hmm. What are you talking about? No, but I have a company insurance. No, do you have your own mediclaim? Hmm. I don't. Maybe you want to spend time on that. Okay, so start with the basics. Always please start with the basics. Emergency corpus, three to six months for someone who's on salary, six to nine months for someone who's a freelancer. Essential expenses, remember? Hmm. Okay, that number multiply by three, six, nine, whatever is your, you know. So it's only your essential expenses that you're using. Only expenses, yeah. Okay. I mean, boss, if you're broke, then I don't think you're going to go for a beer with a friend unless someone is sponsoring you, which I don't think can go on for very long. Nine months of hermit. Yeah. yeah. And bonus tip, remember that loan to a friend is a donation. Okay? Correct. So guys, if you're listening out there, please never expect money given to your friend to ever come back hmm. to you. Okay, if it does, oh, great for you. But for me, money... Loan to a friend means donation. Correct. And you'll see him buy an iPhone, etc. <laughs> Don't go down that path. But a lot of friendships have been ruined just because people expected their money back. Correct. Anyway, yeah. So emergency corpus comes first. Okay. Put that aside in stuff that you can understand. Okay. Please don't put it in the stock market. Okay. Even if you do understand that. But you should keep your emergency corpus in a place which is easily accessible to you at the click of a button. Okay. So that ideally could be an FD with your bank okay it could also be a debt mutual fund again depending on your risk profile because some debt mutual funds are longer term think of an emergency corpus as cash okay that's it your emergency corpus is cash I should be able to get it today you should be able to get it max in 24 hours 24 hours that is what an emergency corpus is Okay, so it could be in a fixed deposit, it could be in a very, very, you know, low risk debt mutual fund, which gives you a 24 hour redemption thing. So that's emergency. What's a debt mutual fund? Okay, so mutual funds are investment stuff, you know, it's like places where you can invest. So there's equity and there's debt, mota moti, okay. Hmm. That is, so a debt mutual fund is, mutual funds, you know, pool money. So let's say that there are five or six of us out here, there's a professional guy who takes money from all of you and invests it somewhere, Hmm. okay. He can't run away with your money because the guy who he's working for needs to be safe and secure. Mm-hmm. It pools in money from a lot of people and invests it elsewhere. Okay. So debt mutual fund pools in everybody's money, gets it with him and then loans it out or rather invests in debt products of other companies. Mm-hmm. That's what a debt mutual fund is. And there are loans across the board. There are government loans, there are corporate loans, there are all kinds of stuff. So debt mutual fund, by the way, is slightly it's a technical thing. Even I haven't fully understood it. A lot of questions even I can't answer about debt mutual fund. Equity is slightly easier. So, so there's uh, no Sensex equivalent for debt mutual fund. There is not. Hmm. There is not. A debt is a loan. Correct. So a debt mutual fund is nothing but loans. Hmm. Loans given at different rates of interest to different sets of people. Hmm. Okay. So there'll be a debt mutual fund that buys government loans. Now government loans will always be repaid, right? Because government don't default. Hmm. What's called sovereign guarantee. But 
the prices of that in the stock not stock market in the debt market just like there's a stock market there's a debt market they keep on fluctuating so if you bought a debt mutual fund at 10 rupees what's called nav hmm. you might not get 10 rupees back the next day it might become 9.9 it could become 10.1 or you don't want to, your emergency corpus to move around like that Correct. that's why i said you know preferably avoid debt mutual funds um so that's what debt debt mutual funds are they invest in products that are loans given to people hmm. Okay, so loans to people would fall into that debt category. Yeah. So the first thing is you start with the emergency fund six, three to six months or six to nine months, depending, depending on, on your profile. Profile. Yeah. Then you do your health insurance. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've got these two in place, life. There's also life. Sorry. Let me just. So there's health in. insurance, then life insurance. Yes, life insurance. Yeah. If you're someone. Should you be insuring your property and all those kinds of things also? If you have property, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I think property insurance is like if your God forbid, if your house burns down, home insurance essentially gives you. a value of whatever you registered there you know so you might not be able to recover your painting for example but you might get some furnishing cost but that's it see property insurance the value of the property is still yours na hmm. i mean if god forbid if your house burns down hmm. a building burns down somebody will come and make a new one Correct. and you will get a house there hmm. so insurance can't you know insurance can't help you there hmm. insurance can help you in reducing the expenditure okay that, that's what home insurance so the furniture those kinds of things would be that's what home insurance is about hmm. so that's what um, yeah so life insurance and health insurance absolutely basic you know and over a period of time you know you have to increase the covers by cover i meant the sum insured hmm. you know so if you're 25 you're young you don't need to go for a 1 crore health insurance or even a 10 lakh insurance but your life insurance should be linked to your income because life insurance is about compensating for your income to people who depend on you okay so if you're someone who's earning a salary of say 10 lakhs and you've got a family you've got a wife you've got a kid then i think you'll probably get an a cover of maybe a crore okay so then you're kind of sorted for 10 years and that's what your wife or whoever it is will get in the event that you die hmm. okay so that's what life insurance is about and you obviously do need it because things are uncertain and stuff like that someone Help. listening to this who's 20 sorry huh. doesn't have anyone depending on them huh. he is depending on everybody else not required really not required because hmm. if you're 20 up you probably have parents who are there somewhere so someone as young as that i don't think so but if you're someone who's you know who's just starting his career it's good idea to at least understand what life insurance is and to have that product with you okay because as you proceed through life you know you will need to keep on increasing the cover same thing for medical hmm. and medical expenses are increasing by the and people are getting sick like right left and center hmm. that's so because you know listening to the habit coach podcast <laughs> you can start listening to it <laughs> yeah uh, which is what someone had told me the best insurance is a healthy life yeah, there you go yeah You know, I need to understand it myself. But yeah, like I said, emergency corpus, health insurance, life insurance, and then your basic. You know, there's stuff like provident fund, which again goes from your salary. But you should also start a voluntary provident fund because that's a very nice interest rate. It's again given by government, and it also puts you into a savings habit. Mm. Okay, once all this is done. Now you come into the whole SIP thing. Okay, and that's a different conversation. So now these are all the basics that have now been taken care Sorted, of. Sorted. Yeah. and the sip part i know you cover it a lot on your podcast right yeah. when you're talking about different kinds of mutual funds etc etc can you give us one overarching theme to yeah yeah it's it, the best part is the very first episode of paisa paisa this year okay mm. had a great tip by one of our guests okay i said what would be your advice and he said you're young you can't understand the markets as it and this stock market by the way i'm only going to talk about equity right now okay i don't want to talk about debt i will if you want later he said that you know you don't understand stock markets you don't understand researching companies you don't want to do all that by the entire market hmm. okay so there are index funds which give you the entire market hmm. and there are lots of index funds out there there's a nifty index fund there's a sensex index fund there's a nse 500 blah 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 start the habit 
हैबिट कोच स्टार्ट पुटिंग इन मनी रेग्युलरली सो आई थिंक दैट इज एन एब्सोल्यूट सिंपल बेसिंग इन लॉर्ड ऑफ पीपल नीड टू फर्स्ट अंडरस्टैंड डोंट गो इन टू द होल थिंग ऑफ वेर इन मनी डबल एंड ट्रिपल एंड डू ऑल दैट ओके आई टॉक अबाउट दैट ऑल्सो लेटर बट एज ऑफ नाउ गेट इन टू द हैबिट ऑफ इन्वेस्टिंग योर मनी रेग्युलरली एट द रिस्क ऑफ इट साउंडिंग लाइक क्लिशे Time in the market is more important than timing the market. Mm. Okay, so now you've kind of sorted that. Let's say a year goes by, you're bored and you're like, I want the next big thing. Okay, now let's talk. Okay, for you, I did an a webinar recently. There's something called core and satellite approach, which basically says that now that you've understood index funds, let a large portion of your money be there. Mm. Now you separate out another set of money. for what's called the satellite hmm. now let's talk na now okay what's your profile are you an aggressive guy are you conservative guy are you an okay okay guy then you go into what's called the active mutual fund space i don't want to talk about that because that's a massive massive thing there's broadly hmm. okay there are large caps which are like companies which are very very well known which you know like a hindustan lever the nice gfc banks now these are not stocks that will double every year Correct. okay or triple every year but they also might not half every year okay unless there's covid god forbid hmm. so you know you've got large caps out there and then you've got what's called the mid cap and small cap slightly riskier smaller companies again you know very lots of potential of doubling and tripling but also the same potential of going half hmm. so then you spread your investments out in mutual funds that help you there Okay. So index funds also have a mid cap, of course small they do. Cap, yeah, right? yeah, so you can go there also for that. So, what are your thoughts between the index funds, mid cap, small caps versus the mutual fund? A lot of people, you know, they think of a fifty, thirty, twenty kind of a ratio. Okay, fifty percent in large 30%. cap, hmm. okay, thirteen mid cap, twenty hmm. in small cap. For someone who's young, they say that that's since you're investing in index funds, hmm. that's probably a good way for someone to start hmm. and get an idea of how all this works. Right. Rather than going straight away into choosing actual active mutual funds, which say that okay. This is not an index fund. I'm actually going to spot these companies and invest directly in them. Mm. Okay, so that's what active mutual funds is about, and passive mutual funds is about. Passive is easier to understand. I'm not saying one is less riskier than the other. Mm. End of the day, there's a stock market. And there's there's risk everywhere. Mm. It's just that with an index fund, it's cost effective. Okay, mm. and when you have something that is charging you two percent versus something that's charging you point five percent or one percent. The one who's at point five or one percent naturally has a one percent higher return. Correct. Just mathematics. Yeah. Okay. Then, then this one, hmm. this one out here, the only reason why he's charging you more because he's spending that much more time and effort in finding out the companies that are going to do well and eventually land up in the index out here. Correct. That's the difference between active and passive. That one point five percent gives you that little head start over it the. It does. It does. It does. And it also makes your life simpler. So my kids' education fund. is only index funds mm. that's it i don't mess around i don't want to you know think too much about it and i'm okay with it going up or down because i know that when i'm watching cnbc the what the index is doing is what my returns are doing mm. i don't have to sit and figure out ki okay you know make my portfolio and then do all that so what the index is doing my portfolio is doing i'm happy we're going to take a quick break see you on the other side welcome back all right let's jump into the conversation So you just said kids' education budget hmm. that we didn't budget for. So like, what is the? I thought your people are young and they don't have kids, and people these days are saying no kids, no kids, or something <laughs> of that sort. <laughs> so you budget your investments as well in that. In Dude, that space. kids' education is a lot of money. Yeah, I have to budget for that. Yeah, of course. So how would you plan that out? How would I plan it out? Is like would you, like not kids' education? Maybe I, I'm young and I want to buy a car. I would still budget that out, right? Like how would I plan that? First, you should know the value of the car. Any goal. Has two factors mm. in it. One, the value today, and two, inflation. That's it. Okay, because you are trying to forecast and 
save for a certain expense five years down the line, okay, or one year, or in my case, for my kid, it is like for ten years. Mm. So you start with certain assumptions. What is the cost today? You put in a certain inflation number, and then you invest accordingly. So if I know that my son's fees next year is say one lakh rupees for whichever grade that he is in. I know that I have to save ten thousand per month for the next twelve months. Okay, that's one like twenty thousand. Let's just you know, put a number out there, and hopefully the market will give me whatever two percent, three percent, five percent. That's the extra return I get. So after one year, I just liquidate that mutual fund and I pay his expenses, and I'm done and I'm sorted. Okay? okay, this is a very simplistic explanation. There is unfortunately there's taxation also, which again eats up some amount of you know stuff there, but you can easily budget for that. That's how goal based planning works. The value in the future. The investments made today, a certain rate of inflation, a certain rate of return. That's it. Four and, things. And something as important as an education fund, yeah. you would not have put in a fixed deposit, for example, because you're not so worried about it crashing. Crunching. I would probably put a one-year expense in a fixed deposit. Okay. But not as college fund. Hmm. What what I spoke to you about was college fund. Was a college fund. Yeah. Hmm. Not the annual school expenses, hmm. but this would be a college fund, which I know that I've got a 10-12 year kind of a timer and I can do whatever I want. But to make it simple, I just put an index fund. That's it. I'm sorted. Interesting. Yeah. And would you have started also a fund for your child's future? Like not in education? No, him. I would not. Hmm. I'm kind of done with this, un- with this undergrad. That's where my um, that no, where money stops. Bus, uh, that's it. Okay. He can sort his life out later. Mm-hmm. Whether it's his MBA, mm. okay, or whether it's his marriage, or whether it's his whatever. My job is to ensure that how old are you these days when you finish your 12th? You are about 18 hmm. and add another four years of undergrad. So by the time you're in your mid-20s, I think you figured life out. I think you can start your own life and, you know, figure your shit. Hmm. Okay, if you, you know that if you have or to... at least it, stumble through your shit. Ha, that, stumble that, through your shit. That, that is yeah, the yeah, better I, way of thinking. I'm not going to spend after that. Right. I'm sorry, but I don't have the means to. Hmm. Like I said, I'm not Mukesh Ambani. <laughs> so what, what can I say? He'll also take loans. He'll also. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing from there, huh. when do I start investing in stocks and shares and do all that Day sexy one, stuff? No? Day, uh, oh, individual stocks. Hmm. So I think you can do it after you've understood what stocks are. Okay, you've understood what annual reports are. You've understood what analysis is, is all about. So you have to do all these things. It's not like uh, I like uh, buying. Uh, I like drinking in Starbucks. I, so I buy Starbucks. Huh. Imagine hmm. if I come to you and tell me five stocks to buy. Huh. You'll just see at the top of your head. Hmm. Starbucks is doing well. I'll buy that. This is what I had done in the year. I think two thousand one. Right. Hmm. I had gone to a big bazaar. On Republic Day. Okay, see I bought the stock and gone. I mean, it did well for a certain period of time and then it's, it's all gone. Mm. See, these thumb rules work here. You know, you go for a movie, you see there's a crowd out there, you buy PVR. Mm. I don't think that. I wouldn't do that because I think you should start from the question of why are you even buying stocks? Mm. I buy stocks because I don't want to sell them for the rest of my life. Mm. I want to hold on to them forever. Or if something really goes down, Correct. like the company collapses or there's, I can make out there's some serious shit and that's the only reason why I'll sell. So I need to have a very good reason to invest in those companies. So in fact, that's the nice way of thinking about it, right? Like your stock money is money that you'll never see again. Ever. Hmm. Ever. I mean, it goes to my kids. That's what I'm, <laughs> whenever he's 25, whatever he can, okay, not 25, hmm. but yeah, yeah, I don't plan to sell them. Like uh, beta, ever. I've given you Tata and <laughs> like, like that. A lot of portfolios have made that way. You'd be surprised there. Mm-hmm. You'd be really surprised. Yeah. And they've worked out really well. See, time is a very strong thing in stock markets. Mm. It's a very strong thing in stock markets. And I'll tell you why. Because there's enough data that I've shown, India specific, by the way, that the longer your time frame is, the lesser your chances of losing your money. 
Okay, and people kind of don't get that because they're still in that I need to double my money. No, you need to be. There's an episode that went out today. Again, I asked the same question. What would you say to a 25-year-old? You know what this guy said? He said, if you're 25, you need to minimize cigarette. Okay, which is a slightly complicated term. And I think a lot of 25-year-olds don't kind of get that. But he said that you need to just think forward. Look at yourself when you're 40 and ask yourself this, that at 40, what do you regret not doing at 25? Hmm. And that's your financial decisions. And I was like, okay, that Heavy, heavy, deep. heavy, heavy. But that's what he's talking about. He's talking about minimizing regret. Hmm. A lot of people, you know, they don't realize that regret is a damn powerful emotion. And there's enough research that has shown also. All this stuff, now it kind of gets into your head. So I've had so many conversations with fund managers, hmm. trained people in finance. Hmm. And they're still in that, I wish I had gotten Bajaj Finance at this price. And because Bajaj Finance has gone up a lot. And I really miss regretting it. It doesn't matter that he's made like five times in other stocks. This is what you'll remember. It's what you'll remember. Mm. That's exactly how the mind works. And if you can figure that stuff out, it's a great place to start your money. So if you're someone for whom, and this is again a conversation I've had with a lot of people who believe that in financial planning should be goal-based. And they say just one thing. If you are in the race to win it, then I'm not your advisor. Mm. If you're in the race to finish it, we can have a conversation. Interesting. Because if you are... If you want to win the race, then you'll always want your portfolio to perform the best among all your friends, among everybody. But if you're someone who's happy with 10-12% per year, hmm. those are two very different conversations. My belief is always in the second bucket. Just keep a number, invest accordingly because when you're 65, what will matter is the size of your corpus, not whether you're India's Warren Buffet. Hmm. Okay, so please just, you know, just calm down as I say. This is so interesting because it's a mindset thing, yeah, right? As soon yeah. as you think competition, you're thinking mine is bigger than yours. Mine has to be better Always. than mine has to be this. Yeah. And there was this one uh, person who said that if you ever want to feel poor, no matter how rich you are, take your car to a casino in Monaco. Oh. And you'll always, if you wait long enough, you'll find huh. a more expensive car that will pull up next to you. <laughs> right? Always be something more expensive, How more that, a huh? bigger yacht will come next to you. Yeah. So that's the funda, right? Like if you start think comparison, that's where you're going to be. But it is, yeah. I've had so many conversations because, you know, I'm in that kind of age and all that where all my friends and all are all, they know the market, they know investments and all that. And was, invariably it will go towards this. Did you know this has so much rate of return? I invested here, I got this. Initially, it used to bother me a lot. Mm. The whole fear of missing out. Are my investments right? I just gave it all up. That's it. I'm done. I think that's the difference between index funds and stocks. (laughs) Index funds are not sexy. Nobody talks about them. Stock markets are like, you know, shopping in Kolaba. Like you, you street shopping, yeah. so you buy something for 500 rupees and you tell someone, guess what, I got this for 500 rupees. They say, Are, I could have got it for 400. Yeah. Right? Somebody will always come in. Always, always. So that's where I think the comparison is. I mean, invest in stocks if you want. But please be sure why you're investing and how you're investing. You got those two questions answered, go for it. Hmm. Last two questions. Sure. One is on the conversation of gold has disappeared. Why? I don't think the conversion of gold has disappeared. It's just gone into different directions like sovereign gold bonds. Mm. I mean, because now you can buy gold in different ways. Okay. Okay. Now the government gives you bonds and guarantees that they'll pay you 2.5% interest every year. Mm. Okay. So, you know, people are saying that why do I need to buy gold? Mm. I can, if I have to invest in gold at, you know, in a certain way, then there are different ways for me to do it. So that's where the conversation is gone. The conversation has become less sexy now. Mm. 
previously gold used to be like everything. I need gold, I need gold. Correct. It was like the thing, right? To have. I'm still old school, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't invest in gold, but if I do want to buy gold, I love to see my gold. Yeah, uh, I don't have too much of it. Weight. Yeah, exactly. That's me. I'm very old school that way. So, conversation has gone towards the financial aspect. Okay. That gold is nothing but something that gives you a rate of return. You don't have to wear it. Okay? Unless if you're, you know, popularity and uh, <laughs> may he rest in peace and... I mean, we've lost a great guy, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you're not in that category, then gold becomes like any investment, becomes like stocks. So mm. the conversation has kind of gone that way. People who still believe in gold, and believe me, there are a lot of them are still still very much buying gold. Mm. India's import numbers are still showing that gold is coming into this country. It's not like people have stopped buying gold. The conversation has gone in a different direction. I've done so many episodes on gold. Interesting. Last one is on this whole world of Bitcoin and NFT. I'm lost there. I'm not the right person. Have you ever had a discussion on it? I have had a few episodes on my podcast, but I think somewhere in the middle or early last year, I kind of took a call, okay, I'm done with crypto. I don't I don't even want to do episodes there. Hmm. If I don't understand it, then what my guest is saying is something that I don't understand, then why should I do that? Correct. Of course, if someone even, I mean, I'm very happy, very open to having a conversation on crypto on my podcast. It's not like I banned the topic or anything, but it's not something that I want to, you know, talk about because it's unregulated. Hmm. And I don't want to get into stuff where it's not regulated. See, evolution at least of investments happens that first the product comes and then the regulation comes. Hmm. Stocks. Okay. In Bombay, at Horniman Circle, people used to just sit around and buy and sell stocks. There was no stock exchange. Correct. Eventually, stock exchange came and then it went DMAT. So, all of that took time. Crypto is still here. Hmm. It first needs to sort its stuff. I need exchanges are collapsing. Exchanges are not supposed to collapse. Mm. Which is why I think that crypto is a little bit early on. And I'm very happy, you know, not going there and missing out on all on all the action that's happening. Because I don't want to get into stuff that I don't understand. But there is a future out there. How and where, I don't know. Blockchain has got a lot of potential. And crypto, blockchain, all of this will get figured out and sorted out. There might be an ETF or an index fund that is based on crypto. I'm buying that. Interesting. But not now. So right now, you wouldn't even consider it part of a financial plan? No, as of no, no, not at all. Not it at would all. be part of your indulgent expenses, if at all? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people believe in this and advisors. Are, but I kind of disagree about the concept of money I can afford to lose. Hmm. I don't think there should be any money you should afford to lose. Yes. Like, not one single bloody rupee. Hmm. Don't ever put it in stuff that you don't understand. If you understand crypto and you're confident of it, please go ahead and invest it. You're asking this question to me. I do not understand and I cannot recommend or talk about stuff that I don't understand. Yeah. Every billionaire's first rule is don't lose money. <laughs> right? The first rule, don't lose money because yeah. then you have to work doubly hard to get that back and yeah. then earn on top of it. Yeah. So, don't lose money. And in general, also, I think I was saying this on Meghna's show also that day that in general, you know, in life, more money is better than less money. Hmm. That's a good rule for you to, you know, kind of just be aware of. Yeah. More money is usually a good better thing. than less money. Lovely. Yeah. Anupam, tell me about Club Paisa Vaisa. What is that? Oh, yeah, what have yeah, you started? Yeah, yeah. So, we've, you know, Amit and me, we had this thought that let's give this to the fans. Okay. Let's give them an idea, which is that you pay us 699 a year, introductory offer as of now, and we'll give you some goodies for that. We'll give you the entire archive. Paisa Paisa is now, in May, we'll enter our seventh year. Wow. So, six years of 350 plus episodes, I think it's about 200 hours plus of content is all yours. Hmm. That's one. That's full archives. Early access. So, subscribers get access on Friday evening. Okay. No ads, obviously. Absolutely no ads. And my insights into each episode. Hmm. Right? So, each episode is like, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes or whatever. There's tough bits and pieces that I find really interesting. A summary of that, which is useful for the listeners to figure out their stuff. So, these four things, we're just going to add to the goodies. 
ओके सो दैट्स वॉट क्लब पैसा पैसा इज अबाउट अ सब्सक्राइबर ओनली एक्सक्लूसिव एंड ऑफकोर्स द यूजल पैसा पैसा तो गोज ऑन यू कैन प्लीज लिसन टू इट एप्सोलूटली फ्री ऑफ कॉज देर आर सम एड्स बट यू विल स्टार्ट लूजिंग एक्सेस टू आरकाइव ओके वी आर पुटिंग अ नंबर देर वी आर सेंग फिफ्टीन एपिसोड ऑफ आरकाइव दैट्स इट so club as always is our way of reaching out directly to the fans interesting love I it so yeah how do people sign up for this so there is a process and there are reels on that i think that there is a website called club.pesavesa.com okay go there sign up pay the money you will get a link which will help you to subscribe to club pesavesa on your favorite app so if you listen so can to listen to any app it's not that specific app i think app. there are some restrictions so i think ivm app doesn't have it as yet spotify doesn't have it as yet but right. apple and google do so you can figure that out amazing fantastic we're going to link it in the show notes and i'm sure we do i hope so lovely thank you so much oh, for no, coming thank you yeah rajin thank you for having me here it was a whole lot of fun and i hope that people benefit from this yeah absolutely i'm sure they will yeah, thank thanks you thanks a lot If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com. or check out different content on my YouTube channel called AWESOME180 that's awesome 180